Welcome to the Wanderers Podcast. My name is Derek. And I'm Tessa. And we are here to guide you on a journey through some conversations that have been near to our hearts and minds. And we just wanted to invite you into our living room yeah. to... Uh, literally, kind yeah, of. Yeah, literally. We're, I mean, we're literally in our living room right now. That's true. Uh, having conversations for you and for mm-hmm. us. And we feel like there's things that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so we we started this podcast. Yeah, I think, and more of this will make sense as we go along. But for the last year, Tessa and I have felt this desire, this pull, this compelling sense that we we, we want to do a podcast of some sort. And, and honestly, part of our like giftings, Tessa is very much the sharer. She wants to share everything, I, I think. I am. Yes. Um, I am the privacy, you know, don't intrude on my space. And so it's taken us a year to start this podcast. <laughs> There's been other factors involved, of but that, that has been a huge mm-hmm. contributor. I think we both aren't, well, I wasn't able to compromise in how long it was taking you to mm-hmm. get to this place. Mm-hmm. And you were even letting my energy kind of push you away yeah so we can get into more of that yeah that'll come and and, and honestly over the last year we've let a lot of things kind of ruminate and these topics have kept coming up that have i don't know pricked our hearts that we know there are people out there like us who don't want to settle uh who who have a deep sense of desire for belonging and purpose and meaning but at the same time just feel like you're wandering yeah on the brink of kind of losing or feeling lost but we love that word of that we love that word wander not wonder but to wander and and that's where we feel like we've been the season of our life we just feel like we've been wandering around in a desert like we're walking around in circles and but with a still a deep sense of of meaning and purpose and so we've just tried to like explore what does that look like what does it look like to wander but to wander with purpose so that's 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 a bit of why why we started this podcast and, and why it's called The Wanderers. And so I think for today, for this episode, we really just want to share uh, a bit of who we are. Yeah, as an introduction. As an introduction um, before we dive into like any heavy topics. But yeah, who we are, where we are. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, wanderers too, if you think of the word, sometimes I know in culture, we, we think of like a wandering, oh, that's a bad thing. Mm. Like to be in the wilderness or to be wandering away from your wife or wandering Mm. away from, you know, whatever. So I kind of feel like we want to redeem the wandering in a sense of like what you said, cultivating this like still desire to, to have purpose Mm -hmm. and to live with intention. And a lot of what wandering can be is you're, you're in the waiting, you're in this waiting middle tension. Mm -hmm. So kind of whether we give you guides and tips, how to survive these seasons based on our own experiences Mm -hmm. and observations. Yeah. We don't want to do um, a bunch of, we're not trying to provide answers honestly, because I'm not, I don't even think we have answers. Yeah. And there's no one size fits all. It's not, it's very, uh, unique to each interper in it's unique to each person's (laughs) individual, you know, a situation. Yeah. So I think maybe what might be helpful is, is to even just give a little bit of personal background individually on us and then maybe some in our marriage and kind of the track we've been on and then some trauma, some pretty big trauma that happened to us almost two years ago now. Um, so maybe I'll start. So yeah, my name's Derek. I'm originally from Texas. I'm a Texas boy, bred, born and raised. And, uh, that's why I married you. That's right. You did. Although I never did the cowboy thing. 
and I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I feel like I'm supposed to be. I don't know. But I grew up in uh, a conservative home environment. I grew up uh, in the church, like was probably birthed in a church pew. And um, literally birthed in a pew. No, of course not. It was in a hospital, I think, in Houston. I was born in Houston. And uh, uh, I had a great family, really loved my family. And then when I was about six or six or seven, I can't remember exactly, um, my parents decided to foster. And so that really shaped my experience growing up. And um, we kind of moved around a lot. Not well, not really. When I was in high school, I went to a different high school every year. And so there was a lot of change when I was in high school. And then I, uh, I did a year of college. And then I did a year at this internship where I met Tessa. And then I went back to college. And so there's just a lot of, of shifting and moving in, in me personally growing up and then yeah. growing up in an environment where there was a lot of change, like kids coming in and out of our home. So I feel like I, I just kind of lived, lived this life where things were constantly changing, not necessarily bad or good, just there was just a lot of change. And so I think I, I carried that over into our marriage and Tessa, who's a very driven, passionate person. I think we joined those two things of like, enjoying change honestly but also being passionate and driven and yeah. we kind of carry that into our marriage wouldn't you say yeah and i kind of had a similar background as far as change goes uh when i was five uh, my parents got divorced so that pretty much warped my whole life and put me in this space where I really struggle with my identity growing up uh, for many reasons, like I know a lot of people do from broken homes. And I ended up going, I did a lot of things by myself, experiences, uh, going to camps by myself, not knowing anybody. And so I just had this like newcomer, like joy. I just like being the new person. I'd go to, I had a different high school, two different high school experiences. And yeah, I thrived when things would change or I just, I really went with the flow. And then when we moved, when I moved from Tacoma to Texas to do the internship where we met, I what ended up moving back home and then I followed you to Texas because yeah. that's what you do when you're in love and um, you follow the cowboy. Well, it wasn't really a cowboy, so. No, and I wasn't about to move to the Northwest. Well, there were other, you were in school, so that was the main reason. That's, that was the main reason. And you, yeah. So lots of change there <laughs> for me and kind of leaving my family behind mm-hmm. and pursuing this guy who I knew we were going to get married. And so what, you were, I was 18 and you were 19 mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. And we moved to Houston, got married, and then that be, kind of began our life together and yeah. we spent four years in Houston mm-hmm. and then decided, okay, we're, we're going to be in Houston for our life. Yeah. Like we're going to buy a house. Put down roots. Yeah. We had just gone through our first pregnancy miscarriage at mm-hmm. that point, decided to buy a house. We got a house December of 2013. 2013. Then f- January we got a puppy mm-hmm. and then in February we decided to move to Colorado to pursue Bible college. Yeah. So that kind of, we just... And we got pregnant again. We got pregnant again. In February. And in February, that's right. So we bought a house, got a puppy, got pregnant, and then found out we were, like, going to move and sell our house we just bought. And I told you we like change. So we kind of just launched into this journey of adventure Mm -hmm. and just faith and hope and trusting that God was leading us somewhere. Mm -hmm. So... 
I think we're kind of still in a season of where are we going? <laughs> but it led us to Colorado and then we felt this this desire and real shift in our hearts and after you graduated Bible college in, in Colorado mm-hmm. and then felt the move to come up to Portland. So yeah. we're currently in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, actually technically on an outskirt uh, neighborhood. Um, <laughs> Lake Oswego, Lake baby. Lake Oswego, if you're from the Portland area, shout out. So that's a little bit about who we are. Kind yeah. of super brief. Background-ish. Yeah, but I think the the story that had been playing out up until we moved to Portland, or right up until after we moved to Portland, was this, I don't know, maybe... For, for me, maybe this is because like a very masculine thing, but um, but to to conquer, like continue to like take ground and conquer, and, I, and I'm accomplishing things, and I'm being successful, and I'm pursuing something that that means something, and I'm you know getting a master's degree and uh, moving to this area of the United States, pursuing this thing, and so it felt like our story was always you know up and to the right if you're into economics and financial like you want things growing right so you want things moving up and to the right and so that's what it felt like that was kind of the trajectory of our story and so then we we land in portland and three months later our lives got turned upside down yeah because when we decided to move to portland i was about six months pregnant about Mm -hmm. somewhere in there yeah Yeah, we we were pregnant with our second baby we moved to you know colorado with being pregnant. And so here we are second time moving across the country, pregnant, pregnant again. (laughs) So when we got here, uh, we spent, yeah, three months lived with my mom, then got our own place. And it wasn't until January of 2017 on the 17th that our whole world's crumbled. Um, we lost our baby. And when I say lost, sometimes that word confuses me because I'm like, well, we didn't lose her. She, (laughs) we know where she was. (laughs) But she died in my in utero, I guess they call that. So we experienced uh, having to go to the hospital, Mm -hmm. get induced, and deliver our sweet little girl, uh, Haven Rose. Mm -hmm. And how many weeks was it? Yeah, so I I was thirty six weeks pregnant Mm -hmm. when we lost Haven. Yeah, yeah, that began I think the falling apart. The pieces just shattering. Um, yeah. And the last almost two years has, yeah. have been us picking up the pieces and figuring out where they go again. Mm-hmm. I laugh when I'm slightly uncomfortable or have emotions that I don't know what to do with. So <laughs> forgive me. Yeah. that Yeah. Usually yeah. in our mo- intense moments of fellowship, as mm-hmm. we like to call it. Fighting. You like you like laugh. and I do. And yeah. in our early marriage, that really was hard for me. Mm-hmm. We've gotten better. I think so. I've gotten better at not trying to smile. Yeah. But honestly, the more intense our fights are, the more I'm trying not to smile. Really? Yes. Oh, you're I'm being like intentional. Covering then. my mouth and yeah. Yeah. Real talks. Real talks. So, so anyway, so that's that's kind of a very sn- like snapshot snippet kind of backstory of where we've come from and the trajectory we were on. And in January, January seventeenth, twenty seventeen. We have been on a journey, a wandering one, honestly. A lot of, if we can use the term deconstruction, you're hearing that term a lot about deconstruction of your faith or even deconstruction of your yourself, your beliefs, your values. 
Uh, and we've been on that in that process of um, here we are, late twenties, early thirties, almost feeling like everything we were working towards, like disappeared, went away uh, because of this tragedy. And there were multiple things, honestly, that happened even throughout twenty seventeen that just continued the trend yeah. of tragedy and loss. Uh, and we can get into that another yeah. time. Yeah, I but... mean, usually a person will suffer from some sort of life event, mm-hmm. the stress that can come on from losing a child or divorce, or yeah. um, relocating mm-hmm. new job. Yeah. We like we had, what, four out of five? We had three or four major stressors. Hit um, all at once. All at once. So this is kind of, yeah, our story of recovering from that. Kind of, still yeah. recovering. Still recovering, yeah. I think what we, what we really want to do um, at the end of the day is, uh, is provide hope. Yeah. Um, this world is crazy. Um, our culture is, is, is crazy and there are people on all sides of every philosophy, politics, like just all over the place. Right. And, and people love to polarize things. It's either this or that it's good or bad. It's right or wrong. It's left or right. It's people want to, want to pick camps. It's, and it's just tribalism, really it's tribalism. And I think what our experience has been like for the last two years is looking almost like, or for me maybe, looking at like at this experience from the outside in, like I'm looking into a, a mason jar or something and going, gosh, it's all just BS. Like it's all garbage. Who cares if you're on the left or on the right, if you're liberal, progressive or conservative, if you're, if you're Republican or Democrat, like our lives are falling apart. This really doesn't, does this really matter? And those are, those are kind of been the big questions we've asked. It's like, does this matter? Does, do we even have the same faith that we thought we once had do we still believe in this god that we've been following all our lives do we still believe in well not that we've like i mean yes not that we've like really gotten into those topics but i think those it's that's where this has led us this this tearing apart in in many ways of our souls to go you know the universe let me down (laughs) you know what i mean we were yearning and longing for uh, to hold our second child and uh, we didn't. We we did. We we did hold her, but yeah. um, but lifeless. And so so yeah. I think w- what we want to do through this podcast is is one. If you would identify yourself as as someone who's wandering, like you just feel lost. You feel like maybe there's no hope. Like is there any is there any reason to keep living? Even we want to be on your team on the sideline cheering you on, saying. Absolutely, there is. Yeah. Absolutely, there There's is. There's hope. There is hope. And that's what we want to do. Wild hope, actually. Wild hope, which just so happens to be the name of our third daughter who yeah. we just received into the world four months ago now. Yeah, four months ago today. Is or it today? Tomorrow. tomorrow. Wait, when was she born? January, June 18th. June 18th, June 2018. 18th. Yeah. So we're finding ourselves even reborn based mm. on the timeline of when she was born. So reborn, that sounds weird, but just being more into who we are, mm. if that makes sense. Becoming more of who we are purposed to be yeah. by God. So on that note, um, some of the things that, that have come up in the last two years or so that Tess and I have just been trying to navigate and almost figure out again 
and, and these are some topics that we just wanna we just wanna talk about. We just wanna have conversations. Again, we're not providing answers or templates or advice. anything, or not even really <laughs> advice. Honestly, now you might take what we say and go, "Oh, that was good advice," but our intention really isn't to to give advice. Um, our ten- our intention is to give hope. It's to provide hope, and so that might come in the form of advice. That might might come in yeah. the form of storytelling. That might come in the form of sharing just how we have failed through this process and how we've succeeded through this process. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say even just some topics we want to cover it through throughout mm-hmm. this series or uh, episodes, whatever we want to call it. Whatever them. we're calling this. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's, let's kind of dive into some of the things that they yeah. might hear from us. So living in grief and loss after suffering and how to do that and navigating that in relationships yeah. uh, and in marriage, mm-hmm. I think just some questions that we've, I personally know a lot of women who've had miscarriages, early miscarriages and finding that to even just be a place of needing, um, just some hope and just to walk with them. And so even help other people who haven't had loss understand a little bit about what goes on those months following, Mm -hmm. um, the years following how to, how to just be there for your friends so yeah. some advice, maybe advice there, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Well, we found that like, people really don't, aren't sure what to do unless they've lost. Then I think yeah. there's, there's, there's more empathy. There's more understanding, but like people, what we found was, was people wanted to help, but didn't know how and didn't know, um, didn't want to overstep their bounds, which yeah. we greatly understand and respect. But I think we, we wanted people to be present with us. Now there yeah. were moments we wanted space. But we wanted ultimately people to, to be present with us. And so we had some friends fly out and, mm, and, sit, with and sit with us and cry with us. And so that was super helpful. So we want to yeah. Yeah, just share some share of our story that. About, about what that was like. Also, a, a big part of our, I don't know, passion, I guess you could say, is understanding and identifying identity. Like yeah. how we identify ourselves and um, how we choose to live out of that identity and I think so many of us, we just, we don't, we don't know what that even is. Like we couldn't even, if someone said, what's your identity or where do you find your identity? I think we'd probably find it in a, most people would Who? probably answer it. Who, us or other no, people? No, just people in general. Oh, people in yeah, general. Yeah, I think most yeah. people would probably answer it just with like a, uh, based on what they do. So, oh, well, I'm, I enjoy golfing. So I'm a golfer, right? Yeah. We, then the, of course, the first thing is, is what you do for work, right? What do you do? And so we identify ourselves based on our work, but we've kind of found a framework that's a bit different uh and so we want to talk about that and and specifically how this has come out through loss and through this wandering experience and so that's something we'll we'll, we'll probably touch on in a later later episode yeah how to find and cultivate living in your unique identity it's gonna be good yeah expectations in relationships i uh, for those that are listening who've been following my blog for a couple years um, I wrote this post called The Silent Killer of Relationships. And for some weird reason, it took off, like literally around the world, went viral. Singapore, it was real hot. But uh, it was just bizarre to me because literally, I, I think I, I sat in bed writing this post that I thought was just kind of funny and something that had had um, had brought some frustrations in me, but also brought some clarity and being able to identify yeah. like the reason I was getting frustrated in life really about anything was yeah. because of expectation. And we're still dealing with we're that. We're absolutely still dealing with that. Yeah, and it's no surprise to me, honey, that that went viral, but I know it's a surprise to you. You're a really good writer. Oh, and thanks, babe. Yeah. A little public affirmation. So we 
we definitely, definitely have a lot to talk about when it comes to expectations and relationships. <laughs> we feel very um, adequate for uh, giving some observations yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, well, what else? What else we? Yeah. Talk so about? exploring uh, career purpose and meaning. Yeah. I think that having mm-hmm. meaning in this life, like, what does that even look like? Yeah. Um, and post that, or, or post losing Haven. For me, again, for those of you who were listening, who've been following my blog at all, I just didn't want to write. And to be honest, I still struggle with with writing. I think I've maybe written just a handful of blog posts since we lost Haven. It just, I don't know, it became really, really difficult. I, I found it to be meaningless and just, I don't want to do this. I don't want to put words on a page. And so I probably have half a dozen half-written blog posts sitting on my computer. They're all waiting to go viral. They're all waiting. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but so what does it look like in this wandering experience, wandering in the desert? What does it look like to still try to discover calling career purpose meaning? What does that look like? And so we just kind of share from our perspective what that's been like for us. Especially when things seem to fade away and you lose heart and you lose Mm -hmm. motivation and I definitely haven't helped you in that because if anything, I've propelled you into pushback because I've pushed you mm-hmm. to, tr- to write yeah. and encouraged you in the wrong way. Yeah. So this podcast actually feels like a really happy middle. So It's yeah. true. It's like something about sitting down and writing and crafting a blog post just sounds excruciating. But sitting down in front of a microphone with my wife and just talking... That sounds like fun. That sounds this like fun. Like, this is great. It is let's fun. do it. And okay. So we came home today from work. It was like, let's, you want to do a podcast tonight? Let's do it. Okay. Let's put the girls to bed. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, another thing we want to, we want to talk about is this might seem a little off topic, but it's something I'm incredibly passionate about and that's leadership, but specifically among millennials uh, as a culture uh, and society, millennials and, and Gen Z kind of get a bad rap and you know, I think that's all I'll say for now. We'll, we'll yeah. get into that in another, in another topic. But that's something I'm passionate about. Because really, we are millennials. Well, we are millennials. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I, I, I just, I don't like the generalization yes. of people groups, period. Yes. Whether that's millennials, young, old. Like, I don't like hearing young people say, oh, those old people. That drives me crazy. I don't like older people saying, well, those, you know, silly young people. I don't, but not that even just, just silly young people. Just like, oh, well, you're just young and you don't mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. And granted, there are very obvious, like even Definitely. now we're kind of, th- I'm almost 30 and you're 30 and feeling like, oh, wow. Yeah. I feel so different mm-hmm. 30 than I did 20 and Heck realizing yeah. the growth. And so when I'm around 20 year olds, like I'm kind of like, oh, like I get it. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of growth that needs to happen. So there's that, but like yeah. wisdom Mm-hmm. Is something that can be found in all ages. Yeah, absolutely. So, and young people don't grow unless they're able to rub shoulders with older people who have experience. Well, maybe that's an overstatement. I'm not, I don't want to make that a blanket statement, but I, maybe I should say it this way. Young people have more opportunity to grow mm-hmm. if older people will take them in. Yes. Regardless of the frustrations that arise from, you know, mentoring or spending time with a younger person. So, yeah. so millennial leadership, I'm, that's really passionate about that. And so yeah. we'll spend time talking about that. What else? Um, well, I have down here, parenting hacks. Parenting hacks. <laughs> I don't even really know what that means, but it just felt right. I'm like, we've got some things that we could probably do on that. Yeah. Um, so should also think, include parenting fails. Oh, yeah. for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, intentional living is something mm like what a year ago when we kind of were wanting to do 
actually longer than that. Yeah. It's been about a two year. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Before that. Before that. Because we were in Colorado. We were visiting the Northwest mm-hmm. and we started talking about intentional living blog and blogging together on our personal blog. So I kind of got all excited about that and we started blogging that, but it never really got off the ground. So <laughs> another failed attempt, but failed attempt. you know what? That's a part of the process. So yeah. here we are. We're going to talk about intentional living and that's pretty broad, but just broad. with parenting yeah. and marriage and how to live with intention, yeah. kind of a, that's, that would probably be the theme throughout all of this is just mm. intentional yeah. living and then with mm-hmm. all this. Yeah. So another area that Derek's really passionate about, we're going to also talk about budgeting, hey, but not just budgeting, but no. like finances and managing yeah, and, your money and, and how to and operate on a budget that works, how to operate on a budget that works and newsflash. It never works. <laughs> no, I'm only partially kidding. Um, it usually works. Right? If you're intentional. If you're intentional. <laughs> yeah, so. finance, finance, finances, fin- oh my gosh, why am I having a hard time? Financial management, money management, how about that? Or even just how we've navigated in co- uh, Absolutely. Ownership of our finances yep. and even yep, yep. stewarding that mm-hmm. well. And some of the shifts that I think happened recently that I think really helped us handle our money better and like yeah. having us both on the same page and bought in. So we'll talk, talk, talk more about there. that. And, and then, then lastly, maybe not lastly, but one of the last things on our list of notes here. Yeah. Spiritual formation practices, yeah. things that we've um, gathered in this process of becoming new. Mm. Well, really even just stepping into who we really are and mm. operating more in our true selves and only by certain practices and uh, ways of living that mm. have gotten us started on this journey. Mm. And so it's That's pretty good. big, but we'll get there, we'll guys. Get there. We're excited exactly. to this jump in. supposed to be a tease. Yeah. Just a tease. So it's just a tease. tease. A so why, why does this matter? I guess we kind of already talked about that a little bit. A little bit. But I think what I would add is in a world, in a world. Um, no, do it, do it. Do in it. A, yeah, I don't think I could do it. Okay. In a world. In a world. I was listening to this podcast recently <laughs> and they had this app that was basically, it does the little like, dun, in a world, dun. You can press the button and it makes uh-huh, that sound. Uh-huh. And anyway. Okay. Um, I, I just want to interject for a second because yeah. it reminds I, I actually would love for us to just sit here at some point uh-huh. and have you just tell me things <laughs> because... <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. But most most of all, I think you come home sometimes and you're pumped and you read something or you found an app, a new mm-hmm. app, and you just, you'll tell me things that I don't really care about sometimes, but yeah. this feels like a really good space for you to just talk, like you're talking yeah. to me, which mm-hmm. we are talking we to are, each other, but yeah. anyway, With the it was cute. The I totally forgot what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. <laughs> in a world where, oh, in a world where like... There are tons and tons, like probably millions of blogs and podcasts and courses and like, why in the world does the internet need another podcast? And truth be told, it probably doesn't, honestly. But I think I heard someone say one time, (laughs) if that's not vague enough, I heard someone say one time. (laughs) um, That's basically how I quote people. Yeah. that um, that every person has a unique perspective. Every person has something unique to offer. 
Um, and this isn't like an everyone's a snowflake, everyone's special talk. It, it's really not. But truth be told, I think we all have separate experiences and perspectives and things we've gone through that no one else has gone through. There may be similar things that line up, but um, yeah. but we all have something unique to offer. And so I think what, what our hope is, besides offering hope, with this, it's kind of the primary thing to all who are wandering, we want to offer hope. Yeah, it's good. That's that's. That's what we want to do. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And so, if you find value in this, awesome. We're, that's why. That's why we made this is so that you could find hope. Um, if you're listening and you're like, I don't want to listen to this. That's fine. Don't listen to it. We're not begging you to listen. But we, if you have a friend that would want, but if you have a friend that this might be helpful for, yeah. Because um, we want to be helpful. We don't want to. We're not trying to build. We're not trying to build an audience. We're not trying to build a platform. We're not trying to build. A, and and not, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think for me right now, I have a tainted taste of that. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll get over that eventually. But uh, yeah, how how are we gonna spread the news about this podcast? Yeah, so there are there are three ways. Speaking of building an audience, and even saying this feels weird. However, in an effort to offer hope and be helpful, there's three really specific, tangible ways that you can help spread the word about this podcast. So the first thing, babe, is. Leave a review. Leave a review. So hop on Honest iTunes review. or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a review. If you liked it, great. If you didn't, that's okay to say that too. Maybe just use fewer words. Or use more words. Or use more words. Well, I'm the fewer words. <laughs> Tessa is the more words. It's always more words with Tessa. My therapist said, Derek, you need to speak when you don't want to and don't speak when you want to. That's good advice. No, that sounds like torture. Okay. Well, moving but on. I've been trying what are to the other ways? Anyway, so okay. number one, leave a review on the podcast. If you if you find this helpful, leave a review. Secondly, subscribe. We plan to, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we want to release an episode periodically. I'll say it that way. Well, um, yeah. So uh, the best way to know when a new one has been released, subscribe. Then, then it's there ready for you to listen to. And third... Tell a friend. Tell a friend, which is, Tessa's good at that. Tell well, a friend. Well, here's the deal, too. We are both currently off social media. So that, to me, would be like, a, oh, duh, we're going to post it on social media. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> in efforts to help, you could post it on social media for yeah. us. I might um, still put it on my Facebook page. I don't know. I'm never on there. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. We have our pages linked to a, yeah. a mystery account. You're not supposed to do that. We could Facebook could revoke us, so it's not a mystery account. It's a real account. Yeah, yeah. So here's some other places that you could actually find us. We've got a, a plethora of blogs. Maybe not a plethora. Uh, you can find my blog, uh, my site at DerekHarvey.me. D e r e k h a r v e y. Dot me. You can find Tessa's. Um, well, you tell me where can we find your work. I'm like this is going to be the party where you're going to want to find us. But yeah. if you want to find us elsewhere, we're also. Uh, on the web. So Derek gave you his web address. And uh, mine is tessaj.com. She's for a brilliant photographer. Photography. And then we have our family blog, mm-hmm. harveymade.com. And you're the primary writer of that one. Yeah. Right. I've got, I think I have a couple pieces on there. But, yeah. Um, Tessa's really, Tessa's really been the one to drive, to drive that one. But those, so those, that's where we live on the internet. And then we have social accounts, but we won't share them because we're not using them. Um, but feel free if you find us, you know, leave a comment or yeah, well, something like that. We're undecided. I think we're going to get back on in 2019. Probably. I think we haven't even shared that part of our story. We're off. So we've been off social media for all of 2018. We'll share we'll, some we'll things we've about learned that, about that. Yeah, what that's been like. What that's been like. <laughs> oh, that's been good. Yeah. 
Good and hard. Yeah. Well, thank you all, or thank y'all, I should say, because I'm Texan. Thank y'all for listening. We hope, again, that this was helpful, that you found maybe some hope, and hopefully we teased just enough, but not too much, that you'll want to subscribe and leave a review and tell your friends and want to listen to more. So with that being said, Tessa, any last words? Uh, definitely not on the, uh, the off the cuff right here. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. I, was, I don't know what I was thinking about <laughs> as you were ending that. I was like... I was starting to daydream, I think, a little oh, bit about, okay. it's about late. our next talk. It's late. It's almost 10 o'clock. No, it's not that late, actually. It's late for parents. Thanks for listening, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time on yeah. the Wanderers podcast. Looking forward to it. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye, y'all. Really, you have to get the last word. Last I, word. I was, I was wanting to get the last, last word. Last word. Last word. Last, last, last word. Bagels. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>